It was an it was an it was an idea. The idea was to bring together a group of remarkable people. See if they could become something more. See if they could work together when we needed them to. To fight the battle. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. Text her. Go link and beat. And never speak to her on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth. Social media is mad. Like yeah. you don't have to talk, you don't have to have no. phone conversations anymore. Back in the day, you had to be on the phone. The phone for time. Five day pass. Yeah, 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 yeah. Three phone calls after seven PM. Bars. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You had to you had to go link up. Yeah. Even MSN had to end up on oh, the phone eventually. M- MSN Messenger. Yeah. Ah, them days. MS I, I don't know. <laughs> MSN for me never stayed on MSN. It eventually ended up. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Like yeah. always ended up linking up. But like yeah. interaction back then was different. Yeah. Like standards that were set before that you had to work harder for everything like. Mm. But now these days it's just like online. I see. This is this is all I see. This is all I want. That was yeah. just gonna mold you and make you think differently. Of course, nah, nah, it's, it's it's too much. Yeah, but then it's like you say. Then then everyone else is trying to live up to that. So you so you so as a say as a male, you see things on Instagram, and that's that's kind of you 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 come to understand that that's a reality. Mm-hmm. The girls do the same thing. I feel like they have to achieve that, and that's why there's an influx of females in the gym doing squats. <laughs> I'd rather them do that than the yeah, alternative. Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, but what, but yeah, but then, but then, so then it is. It's like so. I'm chasing, I'm chasing that. Girls, are, the girls are trying to achieve that, mm. and then it is. It's, it's just, it's, so it's like a cycle, isn't it? Yeah, and that's 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 where the 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 new rage of 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 mental health issues comes in because all these all these females are, are going through body issue, body shaming issues, and and you know depression because of this and that, and they're not they're not living up to these standards. Anxiety because they don't look like this and mm. that. And, and yeah, and then guys are like, well, and then guys are uh, uh, objectifying, and it's just yeah, it's crazy, man. Yeah, man. It's yeah, it's sad. I feel sorry for the young ones nowadays, but mm. it's a different back time. Then, yeah, back then, they were so different, man. Yeah. But all they have now is Instagram. No, Snapchat. It's a Snapchat. Snapchat is the one. Well, I know in my in my school. Snapchat's more like Snapchat yeah. is the one Snapchat's that is. Oh yeah, yeah, it's it's a lot of stuff. I think most a lot of stuff happens on the snap. Damn. Bro, the incident I was telling you about that happened on, on like last week Friday mm. occurred on Snapchat. Damn. Yeah. Snapchat is a real issue. These kids are too young for stuff to be going down in the DM. It goes down in the DM. It go down. It go down in the DM. It go down. I tell Like it's too, they're too young. Bro, there no boundaries have been put in place. That's true, you know. Like no, nothing, nothing can like career these kids in yeah. the right way like everything's just it's just open game because you think about it really i don't I don't know about it but there was no real actual boundary set when we talk on like msn or whatever but you just knew mm. that it just ran differently like it was never like that mm. so you yeah we chat on msn a little bit about it or whatever back and forth like you say then the phone calls the text mm. meet up a couple of times go to the local area go mm. shopping center or whatever da, 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 da. Mm. now it's just like young. Yeah, what is it off jump yeah oh yeah off the rip yeah, these young ones have been forced to grow up too quick. Like, in my opinion. Forced uh, to? What makes you say that? Just from what they have access to. Oh, fair enough. 
you know what I mean? Like yeah. so like internet, social media, like you grow up a lot quicker than you have to be. Yeah. You're no longer innocent because you're s- you have so much access to stuff that you sh- you really at that age shouldn't be. It's true because you can really get to anything. Anything. Yeah, a- yeah, everything's yeah, accessible. Everything. Everything's accessible. You know what I mean, so it's like for us, well, I remember for me, didn't have much a- access to internet. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Growing yeah, up. Because you had dial-up. Yeah, dial-up. And if phone didn't have no internet. No, you're right. And at home, if you had if you weren't popping, you had dial-up. And yeah, that yeah. dial-up was struggling. Yeah. And the service was slow. Slow mm. as hell. So Man. even trying to watch highlight clips of, of something called NBA.com, but it was, it was peak. Oh, it's tough, yeah. That, that, that all, shit that all occurred all in, the, in the school library. That, yeah, boy. school library, not at home. Yeah, internet mean. was not strong, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but that, yeah, literally, yeah. So you'd be there just for time, just waiting for something to load, so you could just watch yeah. thirty seconds of. Yeah, you know what I mean, so and you had to let that buffer, mm-hmm. bit mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> buffer. Um, but yeah, it was just it's, that's what I'm saying. So it's like, mm. I feel, I feel, I feel really sorry for kids growing up now. Yeah, man. And the fact that I see kids are having like phones in primary school, yeah. and I get why some parents give their kids phones. Burn a phone. Do you know what I mean? But like sometimes yeah. I know if I was in that situation, I'm giving my kid any kind of burner phone, like you said. Mm. I can call, I can text you. That's all I need to know to get in contact with you. But then I was just gonna say, go you on. You have to question. Maybe you want the GPS or something as well. You want the location. It's not. It's not even that. It's the resentment he may have for you when he goes to school and everyone's got their iPhone. I don't mind. Or I don't yeah, mind. Yeah, yeah. Be mad at me. I don't now. mind if he wants to be mad at me now. Mm-hmm. But I'm. I'm do- he will thank me later on in life. Yeah, it's it's not. Yeah. He will do, but at that, that period, it's going to be tough because it's going to be like every day he's coming home, mm. piss, piss, piss. And then it's what he does when he ha- then has access. So when he's at school and he has his bedroom's phone, that's when he's going to be doing, he's just going to, he's just going to end up doing shit to hide shit from you. Yeah. That's what's going to be tough. So soon enough, you're going to want to have to give him leeway to um, be like, okay, I'm going to give you this because you're going to have to want to monitor it. Because yeah. if you don't have access to what he has access to, mm. He's got him. Hey, there's potential. His friends are moving flagrant. <laughs> you get me? Well, it's about who. Yeah, it's especially if he's got friends from West hey. London, boy. Huh? Especially if he's got friends from West London. Huh? Jeez. Yeah, Jeez. Especially if you've got friends from South. That's a whole mad thing. Okay, as long as you know, man, them from East are holding it down. But yeah, man, what's going on, guys? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Welcome, welcome, people. This is episode twenty nine. It's yeah. crazy. Episode twenty nine, and obviously. Black History Month. It definitely All is. Right, so this one's going to be a little bit, um, we're going to talk a little bit about some uh, black movies. Yes. Time. Yeah. Um, what is a black movie? Mm. Um, Good question, man. And what does Black History Month mean to you? To us, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that's it. I mean, obviously, um, I'm JP Free, Mr. JP Free. I'm David A. And I'm your boy, Vanimal. Uh, we are missing one today. Uh, B1 is away on business. Um, and he should be back for the next episode. But yeah, yeah, let's, yeah. let's kick this off. All right, man. So we were supposed to pick some of our best, like, black movies. Yeah. I'm not going to lie, this was a tough one, man. Mm. Like, I proposed this subject, and I thought, yeah, man, you know. Yeah. Relatively easy, but geez, Louise, this was more difficult than I figured, man. Yeah. And um, I didn't know which ones to pick in terms of how it would represent like what I wanted to discuss. So like you, I could go the comedy, um, the comedy, the um, route of like going for like a comedy, like a light-hearted black movie. Yeah, of course. Yeah. That's one of the best ones for me that you know I've seen. Or I could go to one that you know actually had some messages and um, relevance to like 
Yeah. Then you know things that are happening socially. So I was I was torn. How did you guys pick your movies? Um, I had to think back. I had to really think about the films that I'd been watching, like growing up, mm. um, culturally, um, like spe- specific films, uh, and just think what what films had the most impact, or what films kind of enlightened me to a world that I wasn't really aware of beforehand. Yeah. Um, and so at first I was really like surface. I was like, yeah, I, you know, mm. Eddie Murphy films. And, yeah, coming to America. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, and then I was like, nah, nah, no, nah, I've no, I've watched better films than this, or not better, but more culturally um, related films. Yeah. Um, so I had to go back and think, man. I got a few, I got some decent ones, man. JP. Um, yeah, similar. Um, I, you know, you just go through a list and you're thinking about what I remember watching when I was younger that was relevant, mm-hmm. um, and it was difficult to make some choices. Um, there was one that I remember watching a few times around my uncles and stuff. Mm. Um, I think I sent you a link about it. It's called yeah, yeah, yeah. Babylon. Um, and funny enough, I tried to get Michelle to obviously watch it with me, and she was not interested. Nah, but for, 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 for me, it was like it was one of those films where it was the first British black film about life in the UK being from the Caribbean. Okay, and growing up in that time and the dealing with the racism. And just growing up black and going up against, you know, how things were done in the Caribbean to how they done in the UK growing up and struggling between those two, you know. Mm. Um, so what? So okay. So we're going to discuss, we're going to start the discussion then. So that's your first movie that you've selected yeah, called Babylon, yeah. Babylon, yeah. Cool. Okay, so it's about come again. So it's about yeah. So it's about um, it's about Caribbean black Caribbean family. Mm. Um, Growing up in, I think it was in Brixton, okay. back in the seventies, I believe, and dealing with racism at its height, um, and fighting against traditional sense of doing things. So mm. you had the Caribbean, old school Caribbean way of doing things, and then obviously they're in a different country, so certain things don't really relate. So you're you're fighting against that. So it's like it was a, it was one of them films I remember watching, and I think it related to me. Okay. I'm not, yeah, but it kind of related to me because. Did you move over here? I didn't, well, yes and no. Um, I grew up here, but I lived, it, obviously, you know, I lived in Grenada for a couple of years before coming to England. Okay. And so obviously coming back and having to deal with a different culture in it. Mm. So I think that to me, watching that growing up, I was like, ah, oh, this is interesting. Mm. So yeah, that was one of the ones I picked, um, which made sense. Yeah. yeah. So you would recommend this movie to others? purely because it it highlights the struggle of yeah um being black and british and being born over here but having been torn between you know uh, the cultural differences Mm. um you're dealing with different kind of things so like i mentioned before the racism Mm. from the police um which is quite relevant to today's times as well and struggling to find out your own path as a young black person growing up mm. in a different time so yeah it was quite relevant to me how do you feel like for for, for example like, let's keep it relevant to you how do you think that you have had to deal with that yourself have you had to like in any situation like kind of assimilate to the culture you've been surrounded by i think you have to um you know, from going to school, you, you know they force you. You've been forced to to 
and what's the word um to adapt to their way of doing things um you're forced you're you know you're forced to do different things a different way to you might not have been used to from before mm. um and just interacting with people who don't really understand you yeah um or your accent yeah. <laughs> and look at you differently purely you know what i'm saying yeah. and just dealing with that kind of that thing and um yeah just and obviously <laughs> being stopped by police mm. at a young age for no reason at all but okay. just harassed yeah over some dumb stuff it's like so yeah the film definitely related i, I could definitely relate, relate to, that. to that film definitely yeah. for me so that was one and that's something that you know I've, it's always been i think it's weird but you know i just remember from being around the family houses and it's always done films that ended up on the tv you know watching so yeah, yeah. that's one for me okay um should i go next go ahead bro. Oh, go ahead. um so like i mentioned earlier i was kind of struggling to pick a movie but one movie that really popped out to me in recent time that i've actually seen that's actually not an old movie but like i think that came out in 2014 is dear white people okay so um dear white people is about a story of a group of black college students who are grappling with issues of race sexual orientation and what it's like to not fit in at a predominantly white university and um so basically this film brings a lot of attention to like the racial tension that exists on college campuses now even though this movie is based in america yeah like african-american um story more or less i actually really enjoy this movie because um it shows how not only is there issues and conflict between race but even within black people themselves mm -hmm. in terms of colorism and at uh, colorism and also just like um personal like sexual orientation how people struggle with being a black person and being bisexual as well mm -hmm. um or even gay so um i like when when i watch projects or like short stories or independent films about things like this that have different nuances that it's not just one level of story mm. I, engagement i really like it so um <clears throat> Obviously, there were white people have now been turned into a TV show that's on Netflix. Yeah. I think that this concept of the show and the movie is very dope because even in the title itself, there are white people, it's letting you know that it's something that white people need to pay attention to, that yeah. this is something for you to listen to and for yeah. you to understand. This is a story that we're telling you about what's happening with us. Um, but yeah, I just feel like there are white people is actually a very dope movie. By the way, do you know who produced it as well? Do you know mm. who's producer on it? No. Lena Waif was producer on the movie, you know? On the movie, yeah? Yeah. Big time. Okay. Yeah, man. Tessa Thompson was actually in it as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, Dead White People, I think, is a def a good movie. One of one of my favourites of recent time when it comes to, you know, like a black story, mm -hmm. like a black cast. That's one, okay. of my, one of my picks anyway. All right. What about you, Animal? What you got? Uh, I had to go with um, something that was probably most impactful for me as a young person uh watching and um i think it, it was impactful because growing up uh, i think we all we were all fans of a certain genre of music um like predominantly like rap hip-hop etc mm. um and the culture that 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 kind of glorified um and then to watch this film and kind of see like the realities of it really and, and some of the, the effects it had um eight mile huh eight mile 
No. Go <laughs> <laughs> ahead. Um, and some of the some of the impacts it could also have had on my life if things were to go in a similar direction, if I was to be involved with similar people. Um, and I think, to be fair, from a young age, I, I found some cultural relevance because it, there were several topics that were similar to what I was facing at home. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on top of that, there was there was just aspects of my life that I kind of I could I could foresee that I would head in one direction and how other decisions would impact that, that direction, basically. So I, I'm going with Boys in the Hood. Um, no, that was, that, was, that was close to being on my list, man. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, on yeah. my list. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you guys might as well speak about this together. Yeah, it's impactful, man. So um, so in terms of, of, of me growing up and experiencing things of a similar nature, um, growing up in an environment, what well, the area that I grew up in was um, was quite, i say grimy, for use of a better word. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a lot of gang-related uh, occurrences, police a lot of the time, drugs. Mm. Um, I myself grew up in a single parent home, so no dad, um, just me, my siblings, and my mum. Um, and just seeing some of the struggles we went through there and some of the decisions you have to make. Um, and I was lucky enough, really, to find basketball at a young age. Uh, my older brothers weren't as lucky and kind of just, they made more difficult decisions and life was made a bit more difficult for them growing up. And so for me to watch that and see, um, that uh, Doughboy played by Ice Cube. Yeah. Um, and his brother, Ricky. Right? Ricky? Yeah. yeah. Ricky. Ricky. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, Ricky wanted to go and play football mm. uh, in college, uh, but his brother's, you know, caught up in a certain, his brother was caught up in a lifestyle that, you know, ultimately affected that decision. Um, and just, just, it just kind of painted the picture for me, really, that I have to do everything I can to stay on the straight and narrow, yeah. try and get my education, do my best by my family, um, and try and just bring everyone up with me. Um, and then, yeah, and then just everything else, you know, the the idea of, of the, the cultural effects of, like, family barbecues, hangouts, you know, what yeah. you do on the streets of your friends, yeah, how yeah. you grow up, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, um, yeah I, think, I never really got the bigger messages that were, that were, that were sent by um, Furious Styles. Uh, A.K.A. Lawrence, well, not A.K.A. Lawrence, just remember. Um, and until I watched it again, at, 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 at oh, that scene, huh? that scene, when he's telling my man to give him the gun, yeah, 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 yeah. so I can powerful, powerful. Him, it is very, powerful. very powerful. powerful. Yeah. Um, and then, and the scene where he's talking about gentrification as well. Mm. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like yeah. at that age, I'm like, what's gentrification? Like, what is, how could that ever impact me? And here we are now in London, watching yeah, every area exactly. that was urbanized now become gentrified. Yeah. Talk about Brixton. Yeah. Brixton's different, bro. Brixton, oh, shoot, yeah, Hackney, yeah, yeah. Hackney, Hackney Shoreditch. Yeah, 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 you know, um, speaking yeah. of speaking of Hackney, you know they had to change the college had to change its name to New, to new, new City. S- yeah, New City Gate. Was it New City Gate or some mad name? Something like that. Yeah. Yo, get the hell out! It's one hundred, bro. Yeah, it's been You're like that. Telling before. me, it's not. It's not HCC no more. There are college that we went to, bro. Yes, yeah. It's called New City. Yeah, New City Gate or New yeah, City something. Like where is this New City and where's the gate? <laughs> I don't know, bro. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. Oh, that's a sad, sad thing, man. Yeah. NCG. Basically something along that line. Yeah. Nah, HCC for life, man. I know, man. Jeez. <laughs> Where'd you go to college? HCC. HCC, nah, nah, man. Nah, what's that? What's that? In it. Yeah. Doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. That's legendary. Sad, man. I'm going to look into this. I'm... Yeah, yeah. Well, trust me, bro. All right, that's nuts. Um, but yeah, that's, yeah, Boys in the Hood for me was impactful, man, because mm. it just it just further kind of let me know that I didn't want to go down the road of... Um, gang involvement or even just being affiliated having friends that were and I, I still had some that were, were gang affiliated but I always made sure I stayed down that line of just basketball 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 and a funny story actually when I was about 14 15 
Uh, I used to play basketball in Crystal Palace, um, home of the London Towers back then. Mm. Um, and I remember coming out of practice with my boy Tossin, and we used to walk up to the top it's of the, the hill. the same Tossin I know? A different, older Tossin? Nah, it does different. Yeah, okay, okay. We used to walk to the top of the hill, and then the bus stop was like three or four minutes to the right. And the front line of um, of Gypsy Hill, like Crystal Palace there, was like, Deeply, deeply, deeply gang gang related, oh. um, and I remember coming, literally walking to the top of the hill and seeing about thirty men in all black, one side of the road, and thinking I'm not crossing over, and looking to my right and seeing another thirty men on the opposite side of the road, all black, and I was just holding my bicycle, walking, 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 and someone tried to stop me. They was like, "Yo, yo, hey, come here," and I was like, "Oh, like me, yeah." So I turned around. <laughs> obviously, what do you do? Like, yeah, you can't yeah. run really. Yeah. yeah, of course. So they was like. Oh, what, you play basketball, yeah? I was like, yeah, yeah, it's down the road. He's like, oh, yeah, you men are sick. I went to a game one time. And that was it. And I was like, yo, if I didn't have a basketball in my hands, who knows? That could have been a rap for me. Yeah, and yeah, I just yeah, dipped. Yeah. Like, I just, yeah, yeah, got on my bus, never looked back, man. Crazy. Yeah. But I'll never forget that because I feel like basketball literally could have saved me in that, in that, in that circumstance. I think it had the same effect on all of us, didn't it? it well, like, you already but, know, man. <clears throat> yeah. Definitely. But that film definitely. Basketball definitely gave us something to do, oh, somewhere to be, yeah, and something yeah. to work for. Of course. Oh, yeah. Big time. Big time. Bruh. Man, basketball, like, basketball opened up so many doors for us. Crazy. Like to be fair, Coach Carter was close to being on my list, but it's just I never went college in America. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't think of Coach Carter, but it's true, man. Yeah, I never went college in America. But like any, like I don't know, any, any, all these stories that you hear about, because um, I was even listening to a podcast the other day, and like talking about these NBA players, they've actually. Like being in the NBA is, is saving grace for them because they've mm -hmm. they've actually out of the streets into a system where they're where they've got something to do. Like, mm. a lot of people, like, it's actually real that people play ball to get out of the hood. Yeah. yeah. That's a big... Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like, literally, like, people play, they need this. Especially, especially, like, in America where it's like, yo, Jeez. like, I have to make it or... Yeah, I'm I'm here. Yeah. I, and it's to get out of the city, like, literally. I had so imagine how hard them men go for that. Yeah. Bro, it's mad. Like, I had an experience where I went to a camp in the States mm. and it's a business. Yeah. Don't get it twisted. Mm. Like they're there, they're there to show up because this is their only way. So like from a young age, they already know I'm doing this. I'm not if I don't do this and get somewhere like I'm got I'm going back home. And I, a lot of them, yeah, so yeah, it's real, bro. There's nothing at home for them. I open my eyes, but for sure. Yeah, that competition must have been real. Oh yeah. How many times did you get crossed? <laughs> I gonna I held my own, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to you, bro. Young knees and that. <laughs> Hell, my own a little bit. Was there a three point line when you went to that competition? Oh Dick. my goodness! <laughs> Back in the fifties, b. Do you know what though? The outdoor courts didn't have didn't have um, lines. markings, like no markings whatsoever. No, no, no. They had markings, oh. but they didn't have. I don't think I remember they had the correct lines. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. Yeah, But indoor courts, bro. Some nice courts out there. Bro. Oh, that's beautiful, man. Even their dead courts are nicer than our live courts. Oh, big time, <laughs> bro. It's crazy. Yeah, no bad. I went to lines. one high school, one high school gym, and I was like, "This is better than everything in the UK." Yeah, hands <laughs> down. Jeez. Everything, bro. Too mad. <sighs> if only, I know. Yeah. If only, isn't it? Yeah, if only, yeah, literally. Um, but yeah, so JP, what boys in the hood for you as well? Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, similar, similar thing. Just hit home, man. That yeah. whole that whole story, mm -hmm. and how you know you had your whole future in front of you, and it could just be taken away yep. just that quickly, <clears> even though you were trying to do, you're trying to do right. You know, yeah. just because of your your associations, um, you know, it could be just taken away at a, uh, just like that. So, yeah, that film really hit home. Mm. It's one of the ones, definitely. So, yeah, I agree with that 100. Okay. Uh, my next pick, 
is another <coughs> somewhat recent movie. And the reason why I picked this is because the concept of it is just that, like, so many things ha- happens behind closed doors that yeah. we actually don't know about. Like, a lot of people have influence, have have impact on not only, like, the lives around them, but on a wider scope, and nobody knows about them. Okay. Do you understand? Like, and the thing I like about this day and age is that a lot of people are doing bits. A lot of people are making yeah, movies, and we man. actually get to see them now. Yeah, yeah? yeah, like people and people can actually shout about their their yeah. successes their now. You yeah. go online, and oh, I've just got this job. I just did yeah, this. I just yeah. done that. Or I'm now on this show. Or I'm now. I've now got this piece of work. So we get to see these things, and we get to know who's involved. Mm-hmm. But what 10, 15 years ago, people didn't have this voice, so you wouldn't know. Yeah, and. Obviously, as well, and the reason why I picked it is that last week, obviously, the homie Swaz had her exhibition, yeah. which is to highlight creatives in the UK, and it just hit home. So I decided that the movie that I was going to pick is called Hidden Figures. Okay, yeah, yeah, all right, yeah. Hidden oh, Figures, yeah. man. That movie. So that this movie came out a couple years ago, and it's about a basically an untold true story of three brilliant black women who played a vital role in launching the first American astronaut into orbit. Yeah. So, um, yeah, did you guys watch this movie? I've right? watched it, man. The film was sick. Bro, like, I think at the end there was a standing ovation at the, the screening I watched. Oh, really? Know? Yeah, oh, man. Oh. Like, so you can just imagine that these three black women who had so much to do with the first astronaut being sent into orbit in a time of racial tension like they were in an environment which yeah. wasn't conducive for them yeah. do you understand like Taraji P. Heads character had to run from block to block just oh, yeah. to use the, use the toilet use the, just to use the bathroom yeah. do you understand and one of the women um, Octavia Spencer yeah. she was smart enough to u- leverage her abilities in order to get into the program and mm-hmm. use her skills to teach others as well yeah. it just and then Janelle Monet's character she had to fight in order to get I think she wanted to study Yes. But she went, yeah, she wanted to um, learn this course, but she had to fight for the right to do so. Mm. And then in the end, all of them were able to contribute to this. But mm. in, an, in an environment where these people weren't necessarily as respectful to them, mm. like I swear, Taraji P. Henson's character had like a different coffee machine or something. Yeah. It's stuff like that. But like, what, what I like is that this story highlighted that, highlighted their successes and showed that as different as they were mm. to the people they were around, they had as much impact into what they wanted to do and yeah. what they wanted to achieve. And like like I said with um, Swaz's exhibition, is that there's so many people around doing bits. Yeah, man. Like, people you see on the street, like, like even our friends, our friends that, that we speak to, that they might not tell us that they're doing bits, but yeah. they are. They're having small successes. And yeah. people shouldn't be afraid to, you know, share them with others, man. And yeah. I feel like we even, as friends, need to appreciate them and you know without, tell them congratulations doubt, do you understand yeah. yeah so man yeah i, just, I really like that me I, i'm one yeah i'm sorry i'm i'm a big supporter of my friends if right. you're doing something yeah i'm supporting you b mm-hmm. like I, i'm there for you if you need me to do anything i'm there for you like that's right yeah bruv that's why like i'm trying to get jp free to do his um sports podcast he's for going sure. through some you know just 
like just structural issues, trying to sort things out, organize it, organizing things. But I'm here with him. I'm always trying to push you to do it because I think you'd be dope. We were speaking about it the other night. Yeah, that's dope, man. I'm still waiting for Vanimal's short stories that he said he's gonna have us have for us by Christmas, done, man. Bro. By Christmas, bro. I'm halfway through the short story. I got, I, say, I got the bro. first. I got I got one of four is finished. Number two is on its way, but I'm mm. not too sure how I'm gonna portray it because it is just a storyboard right now. I'm not sure if I can read it as a story. Okay, three and four. Uh, yeah, you're working on I'll it. I'll get there. When, I'll get there when I get there. Storyboards take a long time to do, isn't it, bro? I know B one's away, but he's. I know he's working on some stuff. Yeah, I, I've told him. I've had the conversation with him. I'm here to support him in any way that he needs. Mm. You know, boys are doing music. Other people are doing yeah. this, that, and the third. Like, yeah, man, I just feel like we, we as a community, need to support each other, man. No, and this, and like hidden figures, man. Just the concept of you know things being hidden that we don't know about. We need to highlight it. Mm. And yeah, show yeah the masses, for sure. Yeah, that was one of my picks. I like that, man. Yeah, I never. I, I don't know why that never even crossed my mind. Cause that's that's a strong film. Yeah. I hadn't, I hadn't even really seen is, it. man. I need yeah. to watch it. No. You and wife, that's yeah. definitely something you can watch. Yeah, yeah. Watch, watch that for sure. Watch yeah. that for sure. Uh, what's your next pick? So my next pick, uh, in the nature of BAME, which is, as uh, David A. so rightly explained, is black, uh, sorry, British English, black, Asian, and minority ethnic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this film kind of opened my eyes culturally to something that I wasn't, directly aware of at a young age. Um, growing up, uh, I was a, a young black boy. I went to a predominantly all-white boys' uh, boys school. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah. All-boys oh, school, yeah. yeah. Sheesh. Yeah. Crazy all, times. All-white? Wait, you went to what? Predominantly white. Like, so it was like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could say all-white. How'd you get in? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I was um, literally like part of the minority in that school. Um, but along with that, there was a small contingency of Asian people in my school as well that I, I generally don't think if I hadn't have gone to that school... I wouldn't have been so aware to the cultural uh, nuances, let's say, of, of the Asian society. Um, it was even crazy. At a certain age, I could distinctly tell the difference between a Sri Lankan person and an Indian person. That's really? Dope. Yeah, That's yeah. I, just, I, could knew, I knew straight away. It's like you can tell the difference between a Ghanaian and a Nigerian. I yeah. can tell the difference, bro. I, in some circumstances, not all. Most, I think I can get it. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so I watched. Uh, I can't remember why. It's a history lesson. We watched um, East is East. Hey, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, film about Asian culture um, in in British society uh, and the roles they play, uh, how they deal with uh, religious. Um, I don't know how to phrase this. Uh, the religious aspects of being Asian while being in the British culture, um, in terms of like arranged marriage, the types of foods they eat. Uh, where they work, things like that. How how the sons are raised, how the daughters are raised, etc. Big times, big difference. Yeah, a massive yeah. difference. Um, so the, just watching that and seeing some of the yeah the, the finer cultural nuances for for Asian people, it really opened my eyes and really made me like kind of appreciate what they have to go through as well. Because growing up, I felt like I was the only minority. Mm. But you look at like the Asian, especially in London, really, maybe a bit more now. But I feel like at that point in time where I was at school. I think there's only like three or four Asian boys in my school, maybe. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's, a, there's at least a few a few black boys in the school, but yeah. Asian boys. There's one Sikh boy, and I remember everyone used to try and pick on him because he was different. He had the, he had the turban on. Yeah, yeah. I went, I went for it. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. tough. I, when it comes to people in primary school, I, one of my like better friends was like Indian, man. Yeah. Like, I had to go to his um, house after school. I swear. Yeah, man. That one of my close, you, I, know. Look, I don't even think we used to, we used to watch TV, eat yeah. food, just chill. That's dope. 
Yeah, man. Like, no, it's good that you're aware of other cultures at such a young age, man. Yeah, without a doubt. Any film that does that is good, man. You walk away from it and you've learned something. Broadens your perspective. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's dope, man. I like that, I like that. Um, You kind of have to... Move on. on. Yeah. yeah. Um, was there another film you wanted to? Yeah, just highlight? real quick. Um, Malcolm X. Yeah. Malcolm X. Denzel. Yeah. Remember watching that man? I was like, I went for a little stage where I was really into like civil rights stuff. I read a lot of the books and stuff. And mm. I was, I'm watching that film, man. I'm like, ashamed to say, story. I haven't seen it. You know, for real. Watching that story, yeah. We should I watched it at a very young age, to be fair. Mm. Yeah, but you should definitely check it out. Bro. Yeah. That's a, that's a, just like a polarizing character, man. But um. Detroit Red, um, yeah, I definitely opened my eyes to mm. things that I didn't really understand. Mm. I, you know, like growing up, you don't really know a lot of the stuff that's what's happened before, so that can really help me get a bigger picture of certain things. And yeah, so just watching his story, struggles he went through, um, and then how he came out of it at the other end, and yeah, just to see the transformation was the biggest thing is the growth in the individual. That's one thing I've definitely heard about Malcolm X's story. Oh, yeah. How he changes. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. he, was, he was just a, you know, more, like, pretty much a thug. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. A road man. If I, you remember like the, the, I think the opening scene, one of the first things that I vividly remember is they had the, the zoot suits on, innit? With the hat and the feather and they're doing yeah. the bop. Yeah, yeah, man. He was very much like that. Yeah. yeah. You know I mean, Detroit Red had the, had the hair all... The hair, yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember that vividly. And man. just seeing him slowly go through changes mm. and learn for himself. Yeah, definitely. And then just make his own decisions and then just to see the growth. That's the growth. And any yeah. film that you can start off with a character in one way and seeing them develop and grow throughout, you know, and the message that come behind it is very, very important. So, I, you know, watching that for me mm. yeah. and also reading the book. Like, yeah, I've got the books, didn't read it. Yo, read nah, that book, yo. That's Time, one of the, I've got that book. And audio or something. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Because you know, I was talking about this. Yeah, yeah, like it's a it's a good look, man. So I definitely put that Michael Max up there. Okay. Quick before we just move on, what I wanted to say is that while we were look when I was looking up movies to discuss and stuff, I realized there's a lot I haven't seen. Mm. So for for the guys here and the listeners, like few movies that I would say are worth watching is Malcolm X, mm-hmm. the 1992 movie, but with Denzel. Um, Mandela Long Walk to Freedom yeah. the 2013 movie with Idris Elba yeah, yeah. and a few others like 12 Years a Slave yes. still ain't seen you haven't seen it? Yeah, seen nah, it. bro I, yeah okay Birth of a Nation I haven't seen it. The Colour Purple gotta see that yeah, bro you have, you have to, to see that bro. Moonlight which is a recent movie recent, I heard yeah, it's really yeah. good and Selma Selma is Selma recent? Selma is it's I want to say after definitely after 2010 Okay. Yeah, I, I, the name I, I'm, yeah. I'm aware of it, but I don't think I, haven't, I know I haven't seen it. But yeah, there's a few movies out there. Um, and as I just listed a, um, a few quote unquote black movies, just real quick discussion: what makes a movie a black movie? What are your thoughts on that? I don't know because it's weird. And I was speaking about it with somebody. Mm. Um, I think for me, a black movie is something that is involving black actors, something about black culture, a black story. And um, I think the first time you said this to me, then I said to you like, so what's a white movie? Mm. Does that mean that, I don't know, what James Bond, is that a white movie then? It holds British values. Um, the the yeah. premise of the film isn't necessarily British culture, but it's, it has British values. Yeah. Um, so I would say, 
has because just because we say there's a black movie, mm. I'm not trying to necessarily say that there has to be a white movie. But yeah, I'm saying yeah. like because obviously different opinions. But what does it? What makes a black movie? Because like I was thinking, like I read some things online saying that it's the movie that must feature African American or uh, like African culture mm-hmm. that has mostly above the line black casts. So and like. Yeah. yeah, black cast and crew. Yeah. And that's another thing I wanted to touch on. So it's like, you can have the cast yeah. of the movie black, but what about the people behind the production? Of course, yeah. But so what, that's what I'm trying to say. A black movie, what, what is that to you? What does that mean? Like, and you also mentioned that a black and movie could just be one that tells black stories. And yeah. K- uh, yeah, and, and caters to a black audience. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ran, what do you think? I agree. I agree. I think, um, I think that it's all about, it's definitely about the story that's told. Um, and even then, some stories told hold a greater meaning. So, so I've chose Boys in the Hood and it's definitely a black movie, but you could, the, the story is, is it, it translates into several different communities. You can say that yeah. as, as a community, you want to do well and you don't want to, you don't want to veer off the path into, yeah. you know, negative aspects of society, but it's, it's just portrayed in, in, in black culture. Mm. Um, yeah, so uh, so it's about it's definitely about the story, um, and then I think it's about so it's about the story. Sorry, and then it depends if it's depicting a historical black figure as well. Okay, you know, yeah, black movie for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then again, you get you know you get like you say you get all black cast, um, but it's like are those Kevin Hart films are they is that a black movie? Yeah, that's that's another thing. Like um, like his le- like his latest movie. With, um, Tiffany Haddish, Tiffany Haddish yeah, yeah. Um, Night School mm-hmm. is that a black movie? yeah it's just a movie or is that a movie black, with black people? it got a movie with black people but I wouldn't say it's a black movie yeah. what's, the diff- what's the difference between the two? it could be the story what they're talking about what the film's about mm. because there's like and, the who, list, and like, who and the aud- like the story and who it appeals to mm. I think I think with Kevin Hart, he wouldn't necessarily restrict himself to a black audience because he wants to be worldwide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just that this film has, He's especially because the lead yeah. actors in yeah. Kevin Hart and Tiffany Haddish are black. Yeah, exactly. So this might be a movie just black people, right? Yeah. So, so all right. So coming to America, black movie, okay. um, Trading Places. Mm. I've seen this. What? You've never seen Trading Places? With, with uh, Eddie Murphy and the yeah, white guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. My bad, my bad, my bad. For a second, it. I was like, no, no, no. So, so okay, Coming to America, black movie. Black movie. And Trading Places. Trading Places. Because it really shows only really actually Eddie. It's about a black... Well, wait, hold on. I don't know. It's mad, isn't it? Because I, I, I thought about putting Trading Places in my, um, in my really? list. Really? Yeah, I, I, I like that film. Man. Yeah. I like Golden Child. Though. Golden Child. <laughs> yeah, Golden Child. Golden man. Child. Oh, yeah. I yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Boomerang. Bro, yeah, no bro. word of a lie. That's on my list. David. Oh my. But the thing is, yeah, I wanted to. I wanted to talk about it, but yeah, because let me get in. <sighs> okay, cool. Gas man. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously, obviously, what Boomerang's about, and me being a single man as well, I didn't want to. Because you might just crack joke, so I was like, let me just stay away from that. I can't even judge where my toes are moving flagrant. I ain't even going front. Listen, man, I don't judge. But let me not take these toes out, but you will be judging <laughs> if I tell you that. But, um, <laughs> you're them basketball player toes, isn't it? Where the, sh- the toes has been hitting the shoe. Like. Yo, I'm telling you, the discoloration, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, like Shaq's. 
Now Shaq got some bad toes. I and mine ain't that bad. Like I like we at Barcelona. I, I walk I walk slippers sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not for long. My toes are. But yeah, last quick discussion. Black History Month, man. Mm. They've given us. I, I, I don't want to say day, but we're given yeah. two months out of the year to celebrate Black History. Mm-hmm. And in recent times, we've actually moved away from because we, we went through a phase of slave movies, slave movies telling us how bad things were before until now. Us like more success stories and more, you know, like more happier stories. Yeah. Um, which I think is a good thing. But like, we've got two months a year, October and February to celebrate black history. Like, what does it mean to you guys? And if at all, how do you celebrate it? Um, it's tough. So, I, I, so I'll be honest, I don't really celebrate it. Yeah. I, I'm an advocate for the sharing of, of information of black people yeah. um, in any way, shape or form. So whether it's TV, TV adverts, um, schools always obviously cover black history month. Yeah. Um, that's I, a, yeah, go on. I'll leave yeah, I feel like it's necessary in business as well. Just depending on you know, because it's, it's always there in every business. I can imagine there's an aspect where there's been an influence from a black from black people, um, and then really and truly for me, I just think that it's a period of time where where we just, we just recognize the greats, the people, the the you know black people that have impacted uh, the development of the black culture mm-hmm. of. Um, of black people as a whole, yeah, and yeah, we just take the moment to to celebrate it. Well, I think one thing that I will say though is that, especially in recent times, I think there's so much greatness. I think it needs to be a lot broader because you think about Black History Month, all America, you think you think Malcolm X, you think Martin Luther King. But yeah, I feel like I feel like the same the same faces get the same recognition. But there's a lot of British black British. Yeah, but I'm saying I, I feel and like, it, and it's like it's not something you were taught necessarily yeah. in school. But it's only at this time of year that you kind of see these names pop up, in it? That's mm. the second time school was mentioned, and that's why I wanted to talk about it. Yeah. You guys both work in schools. Mm-hmm. How is black history represented in your schools? Uh, my school's very... We've got a lot of black staff members. Okay. Um, and it's a, it's in an area which is very ethnic. So you can imagine they do, do make an effort to kind of cover it. So in every... I don't know if you have advisories or um, tutorials or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Or homeroom, whatever they call it. Mm. Like they're covering every day fr- throughout the month. Yeah. You'd be covering something along th- okay. to do with black history. So yeah. they do do that. Do know the normal stuff. Lunch times, it'll be different. Oh, different meals, yeah? Different, yeah. That's different dope. Stuff out That's there. dope. Yeah. Celebrating just black culture in a sense, just like talking about stuff and highlighting things that we don't, it's not day to day. Yeah. So I think they do a pretty good job at, at my school anyway. Um, Boy. Mine, I mean, I've, I've worked in several schools and, and some schools have done it better than others. Um, So I worked in the deaf school before the school I'm working in now and they did a really good job. It's a very small school, but yeah. they, it's, it's an ethos to be culturally aware. So they did a really good job with Black History Month. Um, in terms of like um, like stuff like posters and objects, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. like different artifacts um, around the school. They had like obviously their whole school assembly was was geared towards Black History Month. Nice, yeah, yeah. Um, that was really really good to see. So it, it was culturally the deaf school wasn't very mixed, so it was, it was good to see children made more aware of stuff like that. Mm. Um, the school I'm working in currently, they literally what was uh, last week. Thursday, I want to say last week Thursday there was literally a, a Black Culture Day, like so there was no lessons, um, and it was everyone was just being educated on like Black culture. There's a 
an African drum group came in to work with our lowest quarter, so seven, cool. eight, sevens and eights. That was all they did all day. It was Africa, like African drums. Um, they did uh, like they made like tie dye clothes and 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 materials and stuff like that. Mm. There's some other things they did as well. I can't remember what. Um, so that was like the whole day. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. That's sick, man. Yeah. That budget covered all of that. Yeah, man. It's it's. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how they made it, how they pulled it off. Maybe it's not as expensive as we may think, but mm. but it did it did well. Um, but then in terms of the whole school, the upper school, I don't think the focus is as good as it sh- it could be. Um, it's obviously it's not too late just mm. yet, uh, so there could be something else about to pop off. But history, I, I guess they still kind of follow their their curriculum, so I'm not quite sure where it fits into the curriculum in that sense and what they cover. But it's not. They do a lot of things well, but in general, I think it could, be, it could still be a little bit better. Like, for me, at work, the last week, there was a whole bunch of events, like yeah. workshops throughout nice. the day. Nice, So a lot of things going on. Um, a lot of people came in to speak. Um, I was away for the week, so yeah. I was unable to attend. Mm-hmm. But there was a lot of workshops throughout the week, just, you know, especially with, um, like we discussed just at the start of the episode, with mental health as well. Mm-hmm. So a few people came to speak about mental health. And just different workshops talking about different people and helping out and educating others in my workplace about black history and just how to move forward with the culture. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man, it's it's definitely dope. But then at the same time, I'm thinking it's a month where we only get a week at my workplace to to do this. So yeah, it's a bit of a shame. Yeah. But politics, you know how it goes. Yeah, of course. In fact, I'm, I'm reminded, actually, funnily enough, when I worked in a mental health institution, um, we just, the the staff was quite culturally diverse. We literally had like a a, a cookout, so to speak, and like everyone that was like of sure. of, of a different ethnicity to not that wasn't white basically. Yeah, brought in a different dish from home and whatever. Would you bring both? I had the uh, the macaroni and cheese, ackee and saltfish, uh, and something else. I can't remember what else I bought. But yeah, JP, did you bring that all down? <laughs> yeah, we didn't actually have that at my school. No, no. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> but what I mean, in the sense of uh, your his, the, the the upper year, you saying, yeah. and their their curriculum and their history curriculum. Do you know much of what they're covering in that? Yes, yeah, like I said, I don't I don't know a tremendous amount of what they're covering. Um, but uh, I know I know they touch on it. I know there's there, there's an aspect of Black History Month because I I'm in most of the assemblies, so I know they I know it's a topic, but I don't know to which extent. And I think. Especially because the the student cohort in my school is very diverse, I feel like they could do a little bit better. Because mm. uh, speaking from my only experience growing up in school, yeah. it's what, sparse, right? It, yeah, I, a lot of the stuff I knew, I learned from myself. Just yeah. going and reading and, and stuff. Mm. Uh, it, I left school without knowing much. Put it that way. It's a shame because thinking about it, when I was in secondary school, all I learned about in history lesson was um, Henry the Eighth. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. Give a damn about that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what's that, what's that got to do with yeah, me? That's true, and his true. wives. Yeah, yeah. Victoria and that yeah. Elizabeth. Elizabeth Victorian times. Yeah, I don't understand, bro. Yeah, I don't understand bro. Who, whoever makes these curriculum decisions. They need to. Well, like, up, like we said, that was back in the day. So things have changed since then. Yeah. Especially since your day, but like, like I just feel like back in the day it could have been a little better. Chocolate. Nah, definitely. Nah, because back in JP's day, it's probably still going on. <laughs> <laughs> You said they couldn't talk about Malcolm X because Malcolm X was still doing this shit. Yeah, exactly, man. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jay. I'm too easy, bro. Don't touch me, fam. Jeez. Oh, man. Oh, but no. yeah, guys. Um, yeah, well, that was Black History Month. And like, I hope that um, you guys managed to, you know, go out there, 
taking some culture, share some knowledge with other people, and you know, celebrate Black history as a as a whole. Because I personally feel like with any culture, I'm not just talking about Black history, but all things it should be celebrated all day, every day, anyway. Man. Time, so yeah. I, nothing should just be limited to a month. But I'm at the same time, I'm happy that we do have some months in the year where we can highlight this. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, yeah man, I think it's dope. But yeah, guys, that's this rap episode wrapped up. It's been your uh, episode 29. 29, man. Yeah, man. Hitting the... We're getting up there, isn't it? Yeah, hitting, yeah. yeah. Getting closer to 50, man. Every episode, yeah. yeah. We're nearly as close as JP to 50. When we get to 50, man, that's that's a wrap, isn't it? Yeah, we're done, man. We're done, man. 50 yeah. episodes, we out. And we out, yeah? And then we, we out, out, man. Oh, snap. So, guys, enjoy us for 21 more episodes, man. Yeah, yeah, 21, yeah. 21. <laughs> but yeah that's with me David A you can catch me on my socials A-J-U-K-O-B add me follow me talk to me and um, let me know what's up and I'm Mr. JP Free you can catch me on Insta and on um, Twitter also shout out to all the people that's rocking with us yeah, appreciate sure. you guys real, man. much love and all the feedback we're getting through um, all the people that listen you know and like I said before even if you think we're talking rubbish uh, you hate Share it anyway. Let yeah. let people know how trash we are. If you know what I'm saying. Um, but we appreciate you anyway. Yeah, much love. Uh, and I've been your boy Vanimal. Uh, you can catch me on Instagram and Twitter. It's Vanimal Channel. Animal Channel with a V on the front. Go ahead and follow. Um, and yeah, just uh, let us know what you think about the pod. Uh, what you want to hear more of? Okay, what you're enjoying so far? If you want to hear more about JP's crepes, I know we've been talking about that too much recently. Yeah, for real, man. Uh, um, but who got them J's over there in the corner? Who's is that? So that's been the show, guys. Um, <laughs> yo, 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 yo. Oh, don't forget to hit up the um the Insta. And the Insta and the and, Twitter. And the Twitter. Yeah, the Twitter, definitely. And, um, was it TPC? TPCP UK. Yeah. Um, make sure you hit up the, twi- the Twitter, man. Shout us. Shout out, please. All right, man. You guys, <laughs> we'll see you next episode. Peace. All right, peace. to the post-credits portion of the post-credits podcast you know i love my alliteration uh it is your boy vanimal here uh black history month inspired i have a poem um uh written for my wife during black history month i wrote this um you can click if you want to click man uh yeah written for wifey when we was uh newly together very much inspired by her and black history month of course um so here it goes uh bear with me my love for brown sugar is deeper than my taste for tea. Expen- extends beyond my preference for my morning cereal. The taste you leave on my lips is so real, reminiscent of mum's Sunday morning cakes baked to perfection. The perfect ad- addition to any sweet treat you serve as perfection. Not only good for the heart, brown sugar, you're good for my soul. One glimpse of you in my eyes glow. One touch leaves a sticky sweet residue on my fingertips. I save you for later, so not to lose my taste for you in the future. Brown sugar, my love for you, reaches further than dusted confectionery and holds a place in my heart only comparable to grandma's carrot cake. You're the reason for my sweet tooth, and to tell the truth, if having a brown sugar addiction is bad, 
I'd gladly lose all my teeth and belief and my passion for you. Brown sugar. Like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's your boy. Yeah, yeah. You're making us look bad, bro. Oh shit. I apologize. I apologize. Now that's real shit though. That's dope. That's dope. That's dope. You hold that, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wine, see, yeah, yeah, animal with the Ryan, yo. Yeah, man. Brown sugar, man. Brown sugar, bro. Brown sugar, little. The best kind of sugar. Yeah. Now, but that's dope, man. Good shit, man. Appreciate it, man. All right, guys. All right, guys. Till next time. Till next time. Peace. Peace.